we're definitely embracing technology. That's a, a huge thing. Good Real Voice, Dispatch Pro. We want to make sure that our service managers are still riding, doing ride-alongs with technicians, but Rilla Voice gives us a whole nother opportunity. It is so powerful, and I think everyone's going to be using it soon. I'm just glad we're, we're hopping on quickly. This is To The Point. A rhino experience. Voted one of the top home services marketing and operations podcasts. Cutting through the bullshit and getting to the point. Hey, To The Point listeners, this is part one with my newest friend, Alicia Green. Great story. Just met her at Home Service Freedom. Learned that she's you know, roughly a $10 million business who had some success in 2023. So thought it was a story worth sharing, and, uh, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey, what's up, To The Point listeners? It's your boy, Cristiano, the host of To The Point Home Services Podcast, and it's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great day. You know why? Because I've got Alicia on here, and I met her at Home Service Freedom, and she was on a panel uh, with my wife. And it was a yeah. fantastic panel, uh, not just because my wife was on there. It was a great panel. And Ellen Rohr was uh, was was the moderator of that panel. And Ellen's fantastic. So yeah. it was a great panel. And it was and it was good to just meet. I knew I, th- I think I knew everybody on the panel except for you. So that was the first time that you and I got to meet. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to have you on the podcast today because as I've learned a little bit more about just about your story, uh, about you and your husband's story and the business and things like that. And that we have some mutual friends you know, from yes. our conversation and, and I enjoyed telling these stories and I think this one will be a, a very relatable one to many of you that are listening um, because I think you uh, can relate probably a little bit closer to someone who's uh, closer to size than you than maybe some of our, our larger guests that we have on. But yeah, it was good because I got to meet Alicia um, at Tommy's event, Home Service Freedom and kind of learn a little bit about her story and her biggest fan was in the crowd and that big and her biggest fan was Pete. So shout out to Pete for being yeah, a good husband. Definitely shout out to Pete. Yeah. And then, and these two have been together since you were like 16 years old. So that was just a couple yeah. years ago. Just a few years ago. Like 24. Yeah. <laughs> now Alicia, Alicia wears multiple hats, you know, as many of us have done in our companies, especially early on. She, know, you kind of got to do a little bit of all the things too. Um, but if you don't know who uh, Go Green Plumbing, Heating, Air Conditioning, and maybe soon to be electrical And electrical, yeah. Electrical-ish. Heating, air, and electrical. That's right, out of the triad. And if you don't know what the triad is, that would be Greensboro, Raleigh, and High Point, North Carolina. She feels like Carolina. Yes, Carolina. Yeah, lots of good songs. Lots of good stuff. In my mind, I'm gone to Carolina. All right, which which one of those is probably closer to your vibe? Like, which one of those would you? I mean, definitely the last one. Okay, that's good. PD Pop, yeah, me too. So that's because we're close in age, but like we've already established, I'm older than you, so you know. (laughs) But uh, she is out of North Carolina, uh, but not originally. Originally from Reno. So, you know, one note that's interesting is like typically what I'll do is I'll try to find some fun facts, you know, from Reno and I'll, or I'll look to say, hey, who's like the most famous person to come from Reno? When I Googled it, I didn't know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so it's you. So you're it. Yeah, <laughs> you're today, that's me. <laughs> today it's you. So now you moved to North Carolina. I think what you said it was in 2006. Right. But, but Go Green was established, I think it was 2015. Did I hear that right? Yeah. Okay, good. September 
2015. Okay, perfect. So, and we'll get into a little bit of that too. I just want to make sure that that I remember the dates right because when I write notes and I'm talking to someone, my handwriting sucks so bad and I and my <laughs> five can sometimes look like an eight because I drag my pen, but I want to make sure I have those date rights. But hey, do you know what? Before I get into it, um, my all-time favorite Arizona Cardinal player, I'm a big Arizona Cardinals fan, uh, big fan. I've had season tickets for 21 years now. Um, that's how you know I've got a. I'm really good at mental fortitude because you know to <laughs> cheer for a team that long and pay for it. Yeah, uh, is very difficult to do. But my favorite all-time Cardinal is from High Point, and his name is Adrian Wilson, also known as A Dub. So he is one of my favorite all-time players to this day still. Um, but the thing I thought was great about your story and why I thought it was good to have you on a, a, as a guest. And I'm excited that you're coming to Rhino, your first Rhino X. So that's going to be great. Yeah. So anybody, any of the listeners, anybody who's coming to Rhino X, you'll get to meet her there. But was um, really what you just, what you just did this past year. I should say what you guys did. Just, you, you all just did this past year with your business. It impressed me, you know, and because I, I don't think it should, Chris, it impressed <laughs> me. It impressed me. And I think it'll impress others. Because as you know, like this past year in 2023 was just a, was just a harder, hard year, especially because the two previous years leading up to it were such great years um, that, you know, it, it might not be as impressive to listeners if you say, Hey, I had great growth in 2021 and 2022. Cause it's kind of like, well, yeah, we all, we all kind of did. 2023 was a little different. Uh, I think that a, a lot of people struggled in 2023. There's still a lot of successful customers like yourself. I mean, uh, contractors like yourself, but um, a lot of, there's also a lot of like struggles and listen, like sometimes we look at our struggles. It's like, Oh, we only grew 10% this year. You know, uh, you still grew, but it was a challenging year. But I also think that we learned a lot of things about our businesses in, yeah. in 2023. So yeah. um, it, regardless of what happened with it. So, uh, but I'm excited to talk about yours because you guys had a really great 2023. So congratulations on that. Um, that's, that says a lot. And, and, um, and I want to. Really great. And I, I guess we'll get into it. I'll, I don't want to interrupt you. Wait, we what? had a great, we, I mean, we gained in revenue, but we didn't gain in net profit. And so I don't want to skew that and make it look better than it is because revenue lies. Revenue is a liar, right? So revenue is for vanity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that profit we're looking for. That's right. But listen, you can find it. You can find yeah. it, right? So you still grew yeah. top line. So thanks yeah. for being like super transparent about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so what I'll do is I, to, to not like steal your thunder, you know, I want you to go ahead and share a little bit of, of your story. I mean, you didn't even like, you didn't start in the trades. Like you went from the nursing world, you know, yeah. of things and then kind of worked your way into the trade, you know, worked your way into the trades because of, you know, uh, you know, with Pete. And so yeah. the story is pretty cool, but I think that you'll learn a little bit about, about Alicia too. And you'll be able to tell if you are a, uh, if you've done the color code test, uh, I'll bet you'll be able to figure out pretty quick what one of her colors is. It's probably going to stand out to you. Um, I won't say it, but later on in the podcast, I'll, I'll hit on it. But why don't we go ahead and um, just share a little bit of the of the backstory of how you got into trades. Actually, let's do this. Share where you guys sit today, and then let's walk through the backstory when you guys kicked off the business. Okay. So um, today we have, uh, we're sitting with about 65 employees um, going, you know, to, to do well in 2024. Um, definitely 
moved up from our basement to a, a pretty significant building. Uh, a lot of people that will probably watch this have visited our building. It's beautiful. Um, we are, you know, sitting on the edge of significant growth. That's where I feel like we are sitting. Um, it's kind of a, a precedent that, that we um, do things differently now. Uh, we're living in a different world, so we're definitely experiencing new things and and looking to jump to to the next level. So, um, so sure. hang on a second. I'm gonna stop you real quick. Um, you're being like way too um, reserved. So, I'm no. gonna, yeah. So I'm gonna get you to open up a little bit because um, and now again, I'm gonna make sure I was listening good because as Keith Mercurio would challenge me, sometimes I don't listen the best. <laughs> like, and so I'm I'm truly tried to listen in our conversation yesterday too, but. Yeah. If I, I mean, you like nearly doubled in revenue. Is that not right from 2022 to 2023? No, we did. So in 2022, we went up about two and a half million. So we, um, you know, we, we definitely had growth. We didn't double, um, but we, we definitely had significant growth. Uh in revenue, right. though, right. Uh, not in profit. The, so we didn't walk away from 2023 like exuberant or excited about what where we ended, but we ended, we definitely walked away from 2023 extremely excited for 2024. We made a lot of investments um, in 2023 that affect that profit line to get us to where we want to be, especially by the end of 2025. Cause I told you, we want to go from 10 and a half to 19 by the end of 2025. So by the end of next year, we want to be at 19, which is now that's a lot of that's doubling our growth there. Right. Um, we're looking, trying to look at it with that 10 X mindset though, not that two X mindset of doubling, but um, we also want to make sure that we're, we're, we're profitable um, this time, not just, seeing the growth in revenue, but seeing the growth in profit. Yeah. Right. So, so this is one thing that whenever I was, so I, can't, I think I told you this too, by the way, like that's par for the course on me jacking up my notes. So I put that out there. Um, but the, I learned this approach in 2018. So before, right before uh, we partnered with Gary Vaynerchuk for that three year stint, um, when we met with his COO at VaynerMedia, he was talking to, uh, my executive team and myself and my executive team just about the stair step approach on, you know, you spend, you, you're spending. And so, yeah, you're going to, you know, your, your profitability is going to go down or stay flat or whatever, because you're investing it back in for the next, you know, step. So you invest, you step, you know, and then you gain, then you step, you know, then you get, so it was like the same stair step approach. And that's how it worked out for us as well. Yeah. So you have to make some of these investments to get yourself set up for the upcoming year. But you do. And I think that I think that there's a, the change of 2023, though, is that we've done those things year over year. Right. Um, invest and put money back into the business. But we still ended the year with more profit. The part of 2023 is that that profit margin still wasn't there, even with the investment, you know, and that's a tough that's tough when you're used to being, you know, so profitable year over year. And then you you go into that. And I think a lot of businesses experience that in 2023. Yeah. By the way, listen, like that's a win for a lot of, for a lot of people. So 
You yeah. guys aren't pleased with it, but for a lot yeah. of people, like that would be a win for, for that year, right? There yeah. was still top line revenue, like top line revenue yeah. growth. Like, and so you are really set up well for, for this year. Yes. Um, yeah. so, so, two, sure. so 2015, you guys start as a plumbing company, right? Uh-huh. And then you start to add the other services. Like we've heard, you know, time and time again, how that stuff plays out. And now you've added electrical. Yeah. Um, so now you're officially the Holy Trinity. Uh, we call it here in our world. <laughs> the triad trinity. The triad trinity. It just works. It just works. Yeah. It's meant to be. There's a new tagline um, for Dan. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Um, okay. So so as you guys are going through 2015 and on, where are you starting in the business? Like what is your role back then? So that way our listeners have an idea of kind of what your path coming out yeah. of the nursing world um, you still managed a lot of people and, you know, in the nursing world, but you kind of came from that world, which is certainly is not the trades. Um, yeah. but maybe share with us just a little bit of your past. So they understand the things that you've done uh-huh. in the business before I go into the rest of the answers or that question. Yeah. Um, so in 2015, when we first started, uh, as any business owner starts, you really don't have a ton of revenue coming in or money to pay yourself. So I was actually doing both. I was working night shift as a nurse. Um, I had switched to nights. I had before that been a ICU nurse. So that that's my background, ICU, cardiac ICU nursing, you know, manage several management roles, uh, leadership roles within that industry. Um, I left those management roles when we started our company just because I couldn't couldn't do both. But I still was working night shift as a nurse and then during the day answering the phones and we were in our basement. So I would get home from work and answer the phones in the basement and, you know, sleep for a couple hours and then go back to work at night. Um, So that's that's where I started in. And I guess really from the office standpoint, we, we didn't have anyone else in the office until I guess mid 2017. By office, you mean basement. Basement. (laughs) Hey, by the way, it's it's cool that you, I said we grew. So, um, we were out of, we moved out of our basement after the first six months. Oh, cool. Um, we moved into an office space. It took us about six months. And then just because we, just the growth, we couldn't um, keep everything in our, in our house anymore. So right. moved out of there, um, moved into another space six months after that, because we outgrew that space so quickly. Um, but yeah, we did not have anyone else in the office until 2017. So I was answering the phones, doing the books, uh, recording you know, everything that could be recorded. And then um, I was also doing for any of the next our members out there, all the coaching and tracking KPIs, all, all those kinds of things for the techs that we were bringing on. Um, so doing all of their, the, the tracking of all the KPIs. Hey, one thing that followed you though, from place to place was what? What is the, uh, was one, what's one critical piece of furniture that followed you from basement to. Oh, <laughs> yes. I should have, I should have brought a picture of it. I'll have to <laughs> attach a picture somewhere. Um, so we built this really cool, like industrial desk. Pete welded the legs and everything on it. And, uh, it fit that room exactly. So it's, I think it's like 13 by 12, exactly L shaped. So we each had our own little section of desk 
And now it's in our front entrance of our of our building. So when people first walk in, it's like the the first desk you see. It's really cool, rustic. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. You gotta you have a send. Make sure you send over a picture. Yeah, I will. Uh, so that way I we will. can we can post it as well. You know what? Something yeah. something like that. I have. Um, you know, we have our annual Rhino kickoff meeting coming up where we bring in everybody. You know, everybody who's uh, in office remote. Everyone comes in, and we pretty much go over all the things that we just did from the previous year and then what we're going to be doing this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I shared a little bit of what the backstory is of, of Rhino, which in the very, very beginning, it wasn't called Rhino. It was called Brickyard Marketing. And it was in, in Indianapolis, Indiana. And so the table I had that we worked from, that I worked from, was just like this little cheapy, like uh, Ikea looking table with a glass top. I mean, because we were uh-huh. super poor. Um, and I, we, and, and I wish I would have kept that table, but we got rid of it in our last move. And cause I, I mean, we didn't have any space for it. And honestly it was kind of ugly, but now I'm regretting that I don't have that table since I started working from there. So anyway, I don't know what that has to do with the story other than the, in your desk, your story is much cooler than mine. Smartac.com, smartac.com. If you haven't heard of it, you better find out. If you haven't implemented it, you better check it out. You have to get started doing something. 2024 is going to be an absolute battlefield. What are you doing differently than your competitors? You need to make sure that your memberships are sticky. Smartac.com does that. Lifetime warranty, insurance savings, filter discounts, 24-7 monitoring that lets you know about problems before the homeowner might even know about the problem. Live tech chat, service providers, all of this with smartac.com. You've got to check it out now. So we brought on our first uh, office staff person in mid-2017. She was fantastic. It was honestly, we really had great people from the beginning that were really interested in helping us build something. And I think that that's one of the biggest challenges when you first start a company is gaining people's willingness to like take a chance in you, you know, um, our very first ever employee was an apprentice. His name's Josh. He's still with us today. That's cool. Um, and you know, he was, he couldn't even use a a drill at that time, you know, and now he's our, our plumbing install manager. So it's really awesome bringing, bringing the people in and watching them grow and succeed. And that's really the ultimate goal. It's kind of our definition of success is, is watching that, you know, that's how we know we're doing great things. But, um, I, I basically managed the operations. Um, Pete managed a lot of the, the technical side of things, the technical training, the technical support, um, the training and coaching on um, offering options, what options to offer, things like that. I managed more of the marketing, the office side of things, the call center, the dispatchers when we when we finally got to a point of separating that. Um, did the books all along still still CFO here <laughs> um, looking over the books and and uh, I think it's just been kind of a, we kind of have played off of each other in what best suits our personalities. Um, you know, we might have ideas of something someone could do differently, but, or, or different things that we could do within the company, but we both have different passions of what we want to be doing within the company. So. Yeah, sure. And we were talking about that. I think we knew we just on our initial phone call too, about, you know, sometimes when you go into this, you have you one, you got to play to your strength, but it's nice that when you, you know, when you and or that you and Pete's strengths complement one another. Yeah. So 
that's always helpful. Same, it was the same with, you know, Anna and myself too, you know, where mm-hmm. she's running, you know, operations and the finances and all those things too. And so we just kind of stuck to what we knew we were great at, which I do attribute a yeah. lot of our success to that because um, we knew how to stay in our, stay in our lane and we'll get to, yeah. to that later. But Hey, remember when you had to hire your first employee, how weird that was? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah same. And how especially weird because we had to have them come to our house. Yeah. So that was really also weird. <laughs> For sure. Uh, but it's, it's more common than you think. Yeah. Um, but I remember being too, like I, I hired the first person, like it's a weird thing about today. And Anna loves to tell this story, but I hired our first person without telling her. And then we were kind of like, like, how, how are we going to, how do we pay this person? Like, do you just give them like cash? Do you, write them a, do you get a check? Like, what do you do? So weird, but it's cool that you still have that person uh, with you today. Like that's, that says, that says a lot. Yeah. We have a lot of our, our first hires are still here with us. So one of them's our GM. Um, you know, we have, we have several. Got it. So, so one that says a lot about your culture, by the way, and leadership. So congrats to you on, on that. Um, what's cool right now is uh, as we're recording this podcast, our chief experience officer, Mike, who's been with us for 12 years, has a super cool story. Um, but, but he's started from the bottom and worked his way all the way up from our call listening reporting team and learned all the things like the best you could ask for, you know, to have a leader is somebody who's done all the things. Right. Right. And he's off speaking, uh, at a, on main stage at an event that I would normally be doing. So I have a little bit of FOMO because there's, there's people were yeah. texting me from the crowd saying, Oh, he's crushing it. He's better than you. I'm like, no, he's not better than me. <laughs> Um, but it was just cool to kind of see him out doing the things that I would nor- typically be doing and doing yeah. it, doing it so well. It's kind of like you feel proud. Like I'm like, God, way to go, Mike. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, so I want to jump into this real quick because you talked about, you know, uh, this 10 and a half million number trying to go to nine, 19 and a half. We'll just call it 20, right? Cause it makes math a little simpler for me. Sure. That, you know, there, there's. That's a lot, right? And 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 um, and there's a lot of things that have to play out, right? There's a lot of things you have to have in place, and I'm assuming you built some of those things and put some of those things in place in, in 2023, like like you had said. But uh-huh. what what would you? Because you know, um, I'm going to say, based on what I know, and and all the folks that I know, and all the contractors know, and all the stories I hear from 2023, that you, I'm going to call 2023 a success for Go Green. What is it that you guys did uh, last year uh, that like that you know that would call it successful? I'm using air quotes for those that are just listening. Successful yeah. or, or those things that you started to put in place to create to make this year better. Absolutely, yep, for this year. So um, we're definitely embracing technology. That's a, a huge thing. Good Real Voice Dispatch Pro. Um, you know, we've got a. You can't we want to make sure that our service managers are still riding, doing ride-alongs with technicians, but Rilla Voice gives us a whole nother opportunity. Um, it is so powerful and I think everyone's going to be using it soon. I'm just glad we're, we're hopping on quickly. Um, Dispatch Pro is incredible. So building that for our company, making that work with our company is, is going to be huge. Um, just at, it, it's not going to replace our staff. Right. So I think that that's a huge misconception of, of teams. And that's why it's so important to get that buy-in. I know that was one of your questions the other yep. day, but you know, um, it just, it gives them bigger bonuses, our dispatchers, right? If they're hitting those numbers, they're bonusing. And so utilizing technology for sure, implementing new services and, and things that are out there, air quality tests that are out there to help 
with those conversions on on air quality or your members that just replaced their system four years ago. Um, you know, those calls that you go to that you don't convert on, what, what can we do differently to convert on those calls? Um, we want to stay relevant um, and offer products and services that everyone isn't offering or that everyone isn't able to do. Um, we had huge reinvestment in equipment um, on the plumbing side, also uh, like excavators, jetters, things like that. So just big ticket items. Yep. Big ticket items. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, reorganization of inventory. Inventory is a huge pain for almost every company, making sure that that process flows because a lot of money, a lot of money can be lost in inventory a lot if you're not tracking it, right? So making sure that those procedures are in place. Huge investment in training and education. So we've always done a lot of training and education. Now we're implementing more and more with apprentices. Apprentices aren't new to us. It's not something that that is new bringing them in. It's how we're moving forward with apprentices. Instead of an apprentice being an apprentice for two years, you know, what can we do to speed that process up? Because we have to grow our own teams. And we've found that we've had we have struggled significantly with labor and I know that we are not alone. Nope. Um, it's one of the biggest complaints that, that everyone has is labor and getting texts and where are you going to get texts? We have to grow our own technicians. So having a plan in place to get these, um, these apprentices into trucks and um, having them work for the team, you know, in, in a different capacity and much quicker than we've had in the past. Um, the right people, the right seat. Yep. I think that's one of the toughest things in business, especially for me. So that's one area where the the nursing nurturing part comes out for me is that is really hard. You might have the greatest people, but they might not necessarily be in the right seat. And that's a those are tough conversations to have with people, you know. Um, and so having a lot of those tough conversations, uh, you know, and, and unfortunately you, you lose some, some of those people if, if they don't, if they don't see uh, a different position for them as being well suited or, or something else, but um, definitely putting the right people in the right seat, because I like to control everything. Unfortunately, it's a, a huge um, challenge. It's a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, I understand though that I can't, I, and, and neither can Pete. We both have this issue. I think a lot of motivated driven people do, um, but we cannot grow. We cannot 10 X our business if we're trying to wear every single hat. Um, so we've got to build great teams. So putting things into place to make sure that that happens. And it's a big investment in training and education. A lot of money goes into that. We have Premier Program is something that we rolled out. Premier Program is huge. Um, it's, I, I'm, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it or listeners are, but Premier Program is basically leasing of equipment. It's 10 year worry-free. Um, it locks that customer in and it locks your market share. So once that customer is gone with you, they are your customer for 10 years. Um, and so rolling that out, being one of the first, I, I think the first in our area to do so, um, is huge because it helps us gain significant market share. So you're in the, um, you're in the leasing game. Yeah. You're in a minority. Yes, but it will be, I'm telling you, it is the future. 
Yeah. It is the future. And and we see it in other uh, countries as they're leading Canada. It's yeah. the number it's so big in Canada and, and it's just a matter of time. We're a subscription-based country, right? I mean, how many subscriptions do we all have? It I think that the trades are for sure moving that way. It's just are you willing to jump on board, you know, early yeah. or and I and we would rather be we would rather be early with it than trying to play catch up later. So, and it has, and that model, like the leasing model, by the way, just cause you brought it up. Um, we, I think I had a podcast about the leasing model in 2020. mm -hmm. Um, and I've heard it for a long time and I've heard what you just said. I've heard that for a long time about Mm because we do Canada, Canada adopted it well, but I, but I will agree with you. What you did was you switched to the the terminology to memberships or excuse me, subscriptions, and subscriptions does make you think about leasing differently, right? Because Different. now we're paying for it. Like I think I paid for every app you can think of to try and watch Purdue basketball from Arizona. Yeah. So I have to like buy Peacock. I have to buy all these things. And then I forget which ones I've got, but I'm my brain is programmed to think about these subscription, like the subscription one. I think the majority of people are too. So yeah. um, it can and it's work. Really different. I think it's just a shift in mindset that we have to make in the trades because it really is no different than your memberships. It it really isn't any different than your memberships. You're, you're just agreeing that for the next 10 years, you're going to handle everything for that system. You're, you, I mean, it's really, um, and the customer doesn't have to worry about anything and they don't have to worry about that monthly payment for a membership either. So you don't also don't go through that ebb and flow of, of losing memberships they're they're pretty much locked in so it's a it's a win-win um for the customer and for the company I, some of the some of the contractors that i know that use it also use it as kind of like uh and by the way you use it however it works in your business but yeah. um it they'll use it as like their last ditch effort too like it might be the okay like this is they don't they're not leading with it but it's also like a well we have this is like our our final option of we can have this option too where you can lease the equipment and it's basically like the car sales model of the low monthly or the payment the low monthly payment and the low barrier of entry to get it done today, like so I've heard of you know it being used in multiple different different ways. I want to I want to hit on something real quick too because uh, otherwise I will forget. I made a note of it. Uh, uh-huh. Two two key things that you mentioned that I want to make sure that the listeners heard when you talk about rule of voice. Let's don't assume that everybody knows what rule yeah. of voice is. Oh, right. Sorry. Um, and, and no, 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 listen, I understand. So, but it's important to hit on. Um, and it's a call by call management piece. It's AI driven software. It's fantastic. Um, a lot of our Rhino customers use it in the roofing industry. It's been around a long time. It is a very, very cool tool. Now what it does is when you, when you mentioned coaching and training, this is a to be able to make more commissions or whatever to, this is a great tool to use to, to help train whomever's in the home on what they're saying, um, the flow of the conversation, uh, how to overcome object. You basically can go back, listen to these things and, and you can coach from it and you can learn, you can get better from these things. It's a great way for a company to invest into their team to yeah. be able to, to because you know, you, you could, you know, some of them might take it as, Oh my gosh, you're like tracking everything that I'm doing. You're listening to my calls and you're like, yeah, I'm investing into you. So that way you can get better. Like just like we have, you know, just like you have call tracking numbers that listen to the tri- the calls coming in to make the CSRs better. It's the same concept, and it's a very very cool tool. I got to get them on this podcast. It really is. It really is cool. And you do you do have to get the buy in of your people, and you have to show how it's benefiting them 
personally. Right. Otherwise, it is like, you know, Uncle Sam watching over. (laughs) Um, As soon as they realize that that that's not what it is, and as soon as they start seeing their KPIs go up, their numbers go up, their average ticket goes up, their paychecks go up, it's they become your salesman for you. So you don't even have to sell it to the rest of your team. They sell it to your team for you. So that's really what I think in the rollout is so important of, of things like that. Yeah. And by the way, there's also, I'm a, I'm a big fan of it too, because that is what it is. If it's used the right way, that is what it is. It shouldn't be like big brother watching over you. It's not what it is. It's not the purpose of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's made a lot of really good companies. Great. Yeah. By implementing that process. <laughs> Cut this one off. That is the end of part one. Did you like that sound effects? That was real. That wasn't fake. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed the first part of this. The second part's even better. We get into a lot more uh, cool, deeper stuff in the operation of the business. And uh, and she really brings it home with some some cool ideas and things that, they, that they're doing this year. So uh, do not forget to come back and listen to part two. Listeners, thank you so much again for listening to this podcast week after week. We are extremely grateful Again, the whole purpose of this podcast is to give back to the home services industry that we love so much, whether you're a rhino or not. We really, really appreciate all the subscribers. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please go in and subscribe and you'll get all the episodes sent to you automatically weekly. Also, we have really enjoyed your feedback. Uh, It's so meaningful for us when we get to read the nice comments that you guys put. So keep doing that. And if you don't know how to do it, here's what you got to do. You search for To The Point Home Services on Apple Podcasts. You click on our profile, scroll all the way down to the bottom and hit write a review and be honest and share your story and how the podcast has impacted you and your business. Thanks again from the bottom of our hearts at To The Point Home Services Podcast. We appreciate you.